Hello? Oh, this is so exciting. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. It sucks you in. You make us feel important. You are important. My name is Tina, and I'm going to kill you. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. By George, I think he's got it. By George, I think you're right, old bean. And by the way, who the hell is George, and when did he become by? It's a weird one. By George, I think he's got it. Got what? SARS? They should update that saying. By George, I think he's got SARS. Well, then he won't be around very long, will he? No, he won't. Well, what's your name? Charlie? Well, then we'll have to change it to, By Charlie, I think you've got it. But I don't have anything. Oh, you will, my friend. You will, you dirty monkey. Um, welcome, you dirty monkeys, <laughs> to the Harland Highway. Great to have you on board, cruising along at the finest podcast in the world, if I do say so myself. Am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to say how fine my own podcast is when I have no idea? I don't know if it's good or not. It's up to you people. I don't put judgments on my own stuff. I just do what inspires me. I talk about what comes from within. I I, I dwell on what stimulates me, and I have fun doing it, and I hope you have a fun listening to it. Um, and today, man, I want to talk about something that just drives me nuts. All right, and some of you guys listening are probably going to be offended, but I hope so, okay, because I want it to stop. Okay, dudes wearing, like, headbands, and I'm not talking, like, Axl Rose, like, cool bandanas. I'm talking guys that, you know, work out at the gym and look buff and have muscles or go jogging. And they put like a girly style headband or a barrette in their friggin' hair. Okay, and a lot of the workout guys do it. And I'm sorry, man. Are you trying to tell us like you're buff and you're macho and you're tough? But just so we don't think you're too tough, you're going to put like a little beret in your hair and go tend to your flock of sheep, huh? Come on, guys. You know, I don't expect you to, like, go to the gym and throw a mini skirt on, okay? I don't expect to see you jogging through my neighborhood in pumps. So can we lose the barrette and the little bandana in the hair? Axl Rose is the only guy that was ever cool enough to wear something like that. Whatever it's called, a barrette, there's a bandana, any anything in your hair, dudes? <laughs> Just get it out. Yeah, you're probably sitting there going, what the hell's this guy doing? He's like a nerd. What the, what's he know, man? I'm just telling you, man, okay? You look like a jackass. You look, you know who wore a bandana? Aunt Jemima. Remember Aunt Jemima in the early years? That lovable, pudgy African-American woman who graced the, the bottles of syrup and the pancake batter mix? Big pudgy cheeks and a nice, warm, friendly smile and really cheery little eyes. And on her head, she had like a polka dot b- bandana. 
And she'd whip you up some waffles and some pancakes, and what a treat. So anytime I see any of you macho dudes or fat dudes or whoever you are wearing a bandana or a barrette, all I want you to do is go make me a pancake, all right? I don't think you're cool. I don't think it looks good. I just want you to shut your face and whip me up a flapjack. <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt made, man. It's going to say if you're wearing a band- if you're wearing a bandana, then shut your face and whip me up a flapjack. That's that's my t-shirt. I want you people to go out. <laughs> Some of you will do it too. I love it. I want you to do it and send me pictures. I want you to go and get a T-shirt made that says, what's it say? I don't even remember now. Why am I laughing? Um, If you're wearing a bandana, shut your face and go whip me up a pancake. (laughs) Uh, I know it's freedom of expression. It's your personal choice. But you know what? You know, some guy probably somewhere like had a bad day at the gym or he was training to be a boxer. So, something went wrong and his hair was getting in his face and it was the sweat was stinging him. And all of a sudden he went, God, I, I got to focus. I need this hair out of my face. Maybe he was flying a, a, a crippled airplane and had to land it, but somehow his hair... And you know he just like grabbed for a barrette. He's like, I don't care how I look. I got I got to focus. I'm going to save some lives. I'm just throw this barrette in for five minutes. This headband. And sure enough, some dumbass is solid. That looks pretty cool, man. That's different. Okay, that's that's macho, man. And none of you guys are doing it because you had the brainstorm to doing it. You're doing it because you've seen other guys do it. But you don't see a lot of guys do it. So take the hint. Lose the headband, you Aunt Jemima wannabes, and shut your face. There. <laughs> and now I'm gonna I'm gonna rip on you ladies, okay? Here's here's my new thing with the ladies. It starts with the lay folk and then it gets up into the celebrities, okay? What the hell kind of oil or vinegar or salad dressing or margarine or cream are you girls starting to put on your legs? From the knees south, I have never seen legs so oily and shiny. I swear to God, it's like Newman's own body oil or something. It is It is gross. You know, you're trying to accentuate your smooth, hairless, like, finely shaped calves. Okay, we get it. It's good enough. Put fishnet stockings on. Just keep them open flesh. You're you're trying to draw attention with this glistening baby oil or whatever it is, man. It just looks, looks creepy to me. And then you see these girls on the talk shows, like on Conan O'Brien or Letterman or... Leno, whoever, the, the, these, these celebrities, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Carmen Electra and all these freaks come walking out and they sit down and their they're, they're lower legs, they're, they're whatever the hell that bone is on the calf, the tibia or the femur or whatever, the brontosaurus bone, this thing's just glistening. Like if I was a hyena, I'd, I'd just maul you. The bones just crying out to be dragged away by a pack of hyenas. 
it's just distracting. It's 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 like a it's like a lighthouse at the edge of the world. These glistening lower legs, they look like lightsabers. Use the nair, Luke. Use the lady shick, Luke. I just want to cut their legs off and have a saber fight. A lightsaber fight, right? Mmm, shiny hairless leg it is. You must come to the forces of the shiny oil of leg side. God. It's not sexy. It's, it's like you're trying too hard, ladies. Like, look at me. I've got my lower legs is shiny and everyone look. All right, well, why don't we go up from the kneecap up and see your giant buffalo ass, huh? What's next? You're going to wear, like, uh, assless chaps and oil up your thunder buns? Mmm, giant snow cones they are. Mmm. I feel like I want to vomit, I do. (laughs) It's disgusting. All right, so I've ripped on men. I've ripped on women. And why? Because I'm perfect. I'm allowed. I have no flaws. So I can pick on you people. No. Look, we all have flaws. But I don't know. These, These few things are bugging me. And maybe I'll go one more before I end this little segment, okay? The dudes with the Bohemian Rhapsody Amazon jungle chugging up the Nile banana tree bamboo earrings in their earlobes. Have you seen these guys? These guys have no image, you know, these boring dudes. They're like, oh, man, I'm a nobody. I got nothing. I got no personality. What can I do to draw attention to myself oh yeah yeah there's a picture in national geographic of some uh, south american tribal uh king with a giant hoop in his ear that has tons of uh symbolic religious and spiritual significance and uh i'll just put it into uh you know try and pick up chicks over at ohulahan's pub Right? So these guys like put these things in and stretch their earlobe. They got giant rings in their earlobes, right? And I'm not buying it, man. This is what I did. The other day I saw a guy with one of the, those hoops in his ears. I threw a football right through one. Swear to God, I won a free stuffed panda. Gave it to my wife. And I don't even have a wife. So, yeah, I'm picking on you humans today. So you, you better watch it. Daddy's testy. Daddy's testy today. Oh, and speaking of testy, why do guys have to have testicles? Okay, I've gone too far. Anyways, um, let's all simmer down. Let's all go oil our legs and put a bandana on and put some hoops in our ears. We'll just take a deep breath and hopefully explode. We'll be right back here on the Harland Highway. Now, if you're in a receptive state, I'll recapitulate. All right, I'm out the other night just carousing around, perusing around. And when's the cosmetic surgery going to stop, ladies? I saw a girl with the collagen lips, the big, giant, puffed-up lips, and I picked her up. I picked her up, guys. And it wasn't sexual. It wasn't 
something that I just wanted to have a fling. What I wanted was those lips, and I brought her home to my bachelor pad, and I didn't make out with her. I did what I think was the right thing. I made her clean my fish tank. Yeah. You know that green crap that grows on the tank if you don't wash the glass for four years? Yeah, that stuff's hard to get off. You got two options. You got snails, or now the new option, girls with collagen lips. Come on, Griselda, get that algae off of there. Come on. Suck that glass, lady. Get those lips a-flapping. She did a pretty good job, too. Although three of my prize fish are missing. I think she might have sucked them in by mistake. But boy, oh boy, that fish tank is sparkling. Oh, I'm using it as a mirror right now. When I'm not in my car, looking in my rearview mirror at my beautiful eyes, I'm staring into my fish tank, baby. Hey, Griselda, if you're listening, thanks for the suck job on my fish tank, you naughty, naughty girl. Keep it naughty here on the Harland Highway. Yes, yes, yes. Naughty indeed. Naughty. I love the way the British say it. Naughty. Naughty. Ooh, naughty. Mm. Oh, that's just naughty. Naughty. Makes you want to be naughty, huh? Get around British people and just get naughty. Hello, how are you today, chap? Oh, I'm naughty, all right. Naughty. That's what I meant. Naughty. Um, speaking of um, naughty, how many of you uh, people out there, and probably I'm leaning more towards the dudes, but I won't single the ladies out. How many of you have a naughty, a naughty automobile, eh? Who's got a naughty automobile, eh? Who's got a naughty car? I'm talking about the little sports cars, the Porsches and the the little, uh, you know, uh, Spiders, the Alfa Romeros, the Saabs, the uh, little Mercedes uh, SLK class. You know, I'll, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The guys and the gals that rip around in the small little sports cars. Nothing like it, man. I mean, I've had sports cars in my time. I got one now, actually, and just good feeling. Most of them have a lot of power, and I'm not talking about Miatas, okay? Miatas are like, you know, in their own class. Okay, I don't know what they are. But um, there's nothing like getting behind the wheel of a sports car with a, with a big engine, turbo thrust, Eight-cylinder thing goes from zero to 90 before you can even say zero. It's great, man, the way they handle, the way they fly down the road. But here's here's the rub, okay? And if you're guilty of this, just trade your damn sports car in for a minivan, okay, losers? And this happened to me on the highway the other day, and that's what I'm talking about, right? I'm wailing down the highway. I'm in, I'm in my big old Dodge pickup truck, right? And my my Dodge, my pickup truck can move. I mean, it's got the Hemi inside, right? So it's it's got some juice. It's got some monkey grease under the hood. 
So I'm wailing down the road, you know, what is it, four or five lanes? Everything's pretty open. It's not rush hour, so there's room to put the pedal to the metal. And some, like, middle-aged douche in a silver, like, Porsche. You know the ones that that they're kind of, they look all munched together. I think they're called Carreras or something. I apologize to you car aficionados for not knowing the name, but I've I've actually never liked the look of those little Porsches. That's why I don't give a jackass in hell about the name, but you know the ones I mean, those those little Porsches that uh looks like they got no no back end on them. A lot of people uh around here in Hollywood like to drive. A lot of directors and producers seem to gravitate towards those machines. I don't know why. Um but anyway, so I'm wailing down the 101 Ventura Highway in the summer sun. Yeah. It's nothing like rolling down the high, the Ventura Highway and the sun's just starting to go down and the California sky is golden. All right. When when you hit that magic sunset, you have like a half hour window where the the sky just goes kind of golden. It's my favorite time of day. Everything's just warm and soft and just, I don't know. But you're wailing down the Ventura Highway and that song actually comes on. Ventura Highway in the summer sun and this free wheel blowing. I don't know the words, but you know the song. I think America sings it, that band America. It's a good feeling. When you're actually in that moment. But let me get back to I'm wailing down Ventura Highway. Okay, stop it. Sorry. I'm wailing down Vent- Ventura Highway and some mid middle-aged knob gobbler in his uh, silver Porsche Carrera. That's what it's even called. Like, he cuts in front of me, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I don't mind a cut in because you got, like, you got a hot rod and you cut in cause you're going to just blow on down the road and I don't have to worry about you being like a Sunday driver. Right? No, this guy gets in front of me. He weaves in front of me and never speeds up. He's just grinding along like an old fatty in a vegetable truck. Right? <laughs> like he might as well have just been riding along in a vegetable truck with squash and melons and, yeah, he might he might as well have been an Amish guy. Just you know, every now and then you pass an Amish family just meandering down the road with their horse and buggy, very peaceful, full of you know serenity, and it's actually nice to see. It's like a simpler, quieter time. But don't be pulling, don't be pulling that stuff if you go out and buy like a hundred thousand dollar juiced up sports car, man. So here's this loser, like, in front of me, slowing everybody down in his, like, Porsche. And I'm like, uh, hello, James Bond. Um, Her Majesty's Secret Service is calling. Um, Put your foot on the gas there, penny loafer. Like, almost borderline disgusting, right? It's like, what does this guy think he's doing? What right does this dillweed have owning a car like this no 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 you you want a fast little sports car you drive fast 
You want to plot along like an injured hippo wallowing out of a swamp? You buy a Dodge Neon or a Ford Escort or, man, just go get a a ball and roll down the street like a sea lion at SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah. So that's my pet peeve with you guys and girls. If you're going to buy a fast car, drive fast. End of conversation. Okay? And while we're talking about the road, um, have you ever been uh, kind of confused while you're driving? And I don't mean just because you're a confused individual. I'm talking about you ever get on a stretch of highway where for some reason the geniuses in charge of highway stuff decided, you know what, Uh, I don't like the yellow lines on the highway anymore. You know what, I don't like the little dotted yellow lines. I don't like the solid yellow lines. Let's scrape them up. Let's scrape them up, and uh, why don't we move them over? I think they'd look much better maybe about two feet over the other way, maybe a foot and a half. So let's scrape them all off. Let's spend uh, millions of the taxpayers' dollars. We'll scrape off the old yellow lines because I don't really like them. And we'll put down new ones a few feet over. Okay, first of all, I don't get the logic. Stupid. But second of all, who do they hire to scrape off these other lines? What, are they getting a tattoo removal service? Because that's what it looks like. You ever see the road? It's all scraped up, but they did such a poor job that they've left a hint of the dotted line or the solid line, right? And so now you're driving and maybe you're getting into the, the twilight hours or it's it's uh, sunset or it's early morning and you got like sun reflecting on the road. Like the lighting isn't entirely ideal for driving. And somehow you're having trouble seeing the new lines, but you're picking up the old lines where they scraped and you're kind of running the gauntlet here. You're kind of on the highway, and you're like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, where's the line? Is it that one? Wait, wait, is, the, is it the old one? Wait, I'm drifting over in the wrong lane. Wait, which line is it? Oh, my God. Whose line is it anyways? Drew Carey, whose line is it anyways? And you're just getting all mixed up. It seriously looks like one of those bad tattoo removal jobs. You know, you meet some chick, and you're like, yeah, I had a tattoo of my husband before he murdered me, and... Um, I had his name scraped off. Can you even tell? No, I can't tell. I just thought maybe you uh, clamped a curling iron across your wrist there and uh, dropped the iron on your left ass cheek and, uh, you know, sizzled your meat off. Yeah, I can tell. Most tattoo removals are just awful. Well, anyways, that's what these roads look like. So be aware. Maybe that's why these guys in the Porsches slow down. I'm so old. I'm middle-aged. I'm having a midlife crisis. My eyesight isn't very good. I I can't differentiate between the old lines and the new lines. What am I going to do? I better slow down. I want my neon. I want my Dodge neon. And the ability to get an erection again. (laughs) Easy, Williams. You're going to be there one day. You're only a few years away. God, (laughs) I got to take a break. I got to go put some ice in my pants or something here on the Harland Highway. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. 
Hi, this is uh, the man, the party animal, the legend. Leave a message. Hey, man, it's uh, Eddie. I want to party, man. Hello? Is there someone there, man? I want to party with the legend, man. I got some uh, Budweiser, some Heineken. Throw on the barbecue, I got ribs. Hello? Hello? What the hell? What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Oh, Eddie. Poor Eddie just can't seem to get a break. A good old-fashioned summer barbecue or something of the sorts. Do you remember summer? Do you remember barbecuing? Do you remember camping? Sitting around the old campfire and singing campfire songs and telling stories? And Well, why don't we wrap up the show with, uh, well, I guess this guy, t- I'll just throw to it, man. This is This is my experience with Timmy, who... Likes to come in and sing campfire songs sometimes. And we'll have a listen. Thanks for coming by the Harland Highway. We'll hear you next time. Till then, happy singing around the campfire with Timmy. Ciao, Bella. Hey, everybody. Harlan Williams with you on the Harland Highway. Hope you're having a groovy day. Oh, God. Uh, we had to go through this last week. My One of my producers has a kid who likes to go camping and is excited that summer is here. And last week, I had to have him on the show because it's the producer's kid. Little Timmy King came in and taught us how to sing campfire songs. It was pathetic. Hey! Hi, Timmy. I'm going to teach you how to sing campfire songs. Is there a problem? Don't get snippety with me. Well, it's an American institution. People sit around a campfire and they sing songs. It's a bonding thing for families and friends. And All right, cut the lecture, kid. Well, you don't seem to know, ass. Hey, watch your tone. Just sing your songs. What do you got? Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Boy, that was great. Thanks. Now get out. I'm not done yet. How many campfire songs are you going to sing? I got a few more. Like a virgin. Touched for the very first time. Oh, no, you're not doing Madonna again. Like a virgin. This is not a campfire song, kid. Come on and touch me, kid. I'm just trying to sing a campfire song. Like a virgin is not a campfire song. Up yours. Get out of here. I got one more. Hurry up. Hey, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. All right, enough. Hey, Ricky, you're so fine. Get out of here. Hope you fall in the campfire, you little brat. I'll tell my father. Good, go tell him. I will, ass. Go put some liquid barbecue starter on yourself and go smoke a cigarette. How dare you, you ass? Get out of here. Harlan Williams here. Happy camping on the Harland Highway. Come on and touch me out. Harland Williams. Now, to be certain that I have this straight, I'll re-recapitulate. <laughs>